and good afternoon. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. Thank you. So, if, if we're all connected energy with different thoughts coming through our minds, and if we can accept our own thoughts and just watch it like a play, then we can accept other people's thoughts. Then why do we have to protect our bodies and do the zip-up? I mean, I get sick, too, because I, I do that kind of work, and I don't know how to protect myself, but I always tell myself, if it's not mine, it won't stick, but I still don't feel well. Mm, that doesn't but, really work. Mm. But I would like to just know that it's not real. I don't know. I mean, it's like those two things are opposites to me. Ah, I see. Okay. Does it sometimes, does the world sometimes, or your thoughts or the idea of yourself appear as unreal sometimes? Yep. Okay. So when other people's stuff sticks to you, then, then it's real. Does that become more real? So an example is we went to Shakti Fest and we went to a light transmission, uh, Mirabai Devi. And I felt really open, wonderful, and but other people, I could feel them in me more and I felt more irritated by them. And then I got this tightening in my spine and had a really bad headache. And I saw her the next day and she said, oh, well, you were just were so open that you took other people's stuff in. So when my body's hurting and then somebody tells me that it's because I didn't protect, she said, you just, oh, if you don't know how to protect yourself, just take two Advil and drink some water and it'll pass. <laughs> you know? Wow. But it, okay. so, I mean, it's, it's a physical thing and it might not even be true. It might just be what she told me. I don't know. But I know when I massage people... I can feel a pain in my body and I can go there on them and say, oh, is this hurting? And they're oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. So I think it's true. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel really confused. Yeah, there's a few things thrown in there together that are kind of making it a bit of a melange. Okay. So at over lunch, I was thinking mm. that if... If everything's not really real and we just watch ourselves, even our likes and our dislikes, likes and we just watch it and don't attach to it and just let it go through, then maybe we're not supposed to protect our thoughts, but we're supposed to protect our bodies because our bodies are our vehicles. And so if we don't close ourselves up by doing the chakra thing or something, that our bodies can be affected. So, so protect our thoughts. What's that? Well, the thing about accepting, so protection is when you're having a fear or whatever, you're protecting your way of how you think. So if you accept everything and just watch it, and you can accept everybody else's way of thinking, then, then it's okay because it just passes. But why do we have to protect our bodies from other people's energy if we're all one anyways? I mean, when we were doing that um, meditation this morning, I, I felt like I felt like everybody's energy and mind kind of connect, and then it kind of got bigger and went, and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. 
why would you want to protect yourself from other people's energy if we're all the same energy anyways? So if we're all the same thing, then, you know, then you can drink acid and, well, acid is me too and it makes no difference, you know. Like, yeah. And it does, actually. It's just yeah. going to kill you. Because that's protecting your vehicle, right? It's not really your... It, it's like different... Like the thoughts and attaching on, like the hook. Like there's little clouds and you're hook, oh, okay, then I'm going to go with this. That's like your mind. But actual energy from other people coming into you, that's more protecting the physical body that you're in. It's kind of a common sense thing. Okay. And funny how we've, you know, we've learned how to, you know, manage ourselves in so many ways. But we haven't learned to manage our thinking and we haven't learned to manage the energy field. And there's barely an acknowledgement of an energy field in the world, really. It's still within New Age and a bit woo-woo. We're very primitive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> We're really very primitive. So, so there's this big debate about do you protect yourself or do you not? And it's like for crying out loud, do you wear clothes or not? I mean, like, it's basic thing about protecting, putting a cover over you to keep yourself warm. It's just the cover of your energy field. That's all it is. Okay. It's just the cover of your energy field. Okay. You see? Yep, I do. And the usual places of where we open them, it's fine if we had no Wi-Fi, no urbanization, we're all living off the land or living in caves or something. Sure, of course. Of course, there's much less diversity. Now there's all kinds of environmental toxicity. There's all kinds of stuff out there. And we're not evolved enough to have a natural barrier against it. So when we do the spiritual work, we get finer finer and thinner so we're even more exposed do you know yeah and if we don't manage it we'll get sick we'll yeah. get sick it's cause and effect so it's just got to be recognized as a natural phenomenon it's like it's just a layer of protection but so if you're aware of energy at all of course maintaining it is is a responsibility okay you know so so rather than looping it through um, you know, other people's thoughts and putting a spiritual concept on it, but they're only thoughts and they're not real. It's like you're kind of, you're finding a long way around by going through concepts, spiritual concepts. It's like, it's much more practical. It's like wearing clothes, brushing your teeth. It's like a, a maintenance of your energy field. And if your energy field isn't managed, your physical body is going to take the hit. Okay. Got it. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You're welcome. In the early days of satsang, I used to. There were times I would go home to the host's house or wherever I was staying, and I'd vomit. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you learned how to do those. Then slowly but surely, it's like, oh, a shower clears it. The first thing I want to do is have a shower. I still do that. Straight after satsang, I'm in the shower. Or in a pool and then in the shower. Or I'm like, the first thing is like water, 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 water. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes then if my vibration is too high, what I'll do is um, I'll actually have a, a Guinness or something. Yeah. And it'll drop down my vibration. I've, I've thought Not about recommended, that but it freaking works. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Yeah. It, I, it I works. get that. Sometimes it's just like pulls you back down, you know, but, 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 but I'd like to move beyond that and actually, you know, 
be be of a frequency that I can manage, you know. But sometimes you just you're just too light, you know. And it's like that's not good either, you know. It's what we aim to be, of course, but actually it's not appropriate sometimes. Like if I can't manage it, it's no good. I'm going to pull myself down again, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't smoke weed at all. I mean, at all, I can't at, at all. So that's not an option. It, my, my something. It feels like um. Somebody gave me some some weed when, and I hadn't had it for years and years. <laughs> and uh, when my back broke, somebody gave me some uh, in the medical profession. Actually, I met the weirdest medical profession. <laughs> you know, one guy I was having prolotherapy with, which is you know putting this solution to, to build fibers on top of the injured area. You know, and my body started shaking. Went into shock because you're just having all these shots, 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 shots. You know. Wow. And, and it's only a sugar solution, like, but, but my body just, like, isn't able for that kind of uh, abuse, I suppose, you know. And, uh, and he pulled out black bush whiskey. And he said, do you want some of this? I said, yep. Yeah. So I was there, like, I'm drinking whiskey inside a doctor's office. Uh-huh. Anyway, so another, another doctor gave me weed. And, um, and it wasn't a prescription weed either. And it felt like I had three pulls, and it felt like... You know, you know, if you pull an elastic band, like when you're a kid and you're, you're firing, it was like a snap of an elastic band in my brain. Like snap, snap. I was like, oh my God, I was just holding my head. Just had to wait for this thing to snap. Wow. Constant. It was hell. It was just like snap, snap, snap. It was like, this is torture. And I think there's, there, I think I just had too many short circuits or something. I don't know what it was. I'd love to find somebody who's like, oh, what the heck is that, you know? It's like I, I, some, something my brain didn't, didn't cooperate with the circuitry that the weed needed to do to do its thing, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, you can't go there anymore. Oh, I totally can't do it. Oh, my God, I totally can't. And your body won't work. even let you. Not a hope. Not a hope. So, I don't know. These are the changes, and we're learning as we go, you know? <laughs> So if that's any good to you, that's that's where I'm at with it. It's good to me. You know? Thank you so much. Sure. It's so wonderful to sure. see you. <laughs> Thank you. So on the same subject, I, I've noticed over the years that often if I get a headache or I'm not feeling well, that it's a it's something that's going on in the weather. Ah. So it can be right before an earthquake mm. or there's a volcano somewhere. And what you learn from that is that a lot of things aren't personal. It's a physical, it's a physical awareness of that. Mm. And then, you know, sometimes you know before, sometimes you don't. Yeah. But all you can do is rest and just get through that. But then it brings you to the possibility that really nothing is personal. Mm-hmm. And possibility, reality. Exactly. Exactly. So you so you experience that nothing is personal. And as you live your life, I mean, you say your life, but you, you go through life. It's very interesting you say about being in a city. I just spent two weeks in the woods. And what a different experience than being back in the city. I bet. Yes. It's, it's sitting yeah. there watching the birds, watching the trees. Yeah. Very yeah. quiet, simple. We, we resonate. Very this, different. Yeah. Very... For me, trees, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I don't know, I kind of get trees or something. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, and I can align my frequency, and we're good for each other. 
yeah. I, I know we're good for each other. Some kind of symbiosis happens, yes, you know? I felt the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so this brings me to what... I, I'm not even sure what my question is going to be, but it's just a discussion. Yeah. And about a year ago, I was sitting in... I was staying with my brother. I was in the backyard, yeah. all this green. And I had a sensation of falling, like Alice in Wonderland down the well, just drifting like a leaf down. And for many weeks, I continued more slowly falling. Mm. And now I often don't have a sense of location. Mm. I've gotten used to it. Mm. But I, and that seems to be the go-to state, the go-to place. But if I'm having a meal with people, if I'm teaching, if I'm, then I'm very much in my usual way, thinking, paying bills, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But I notice when that's over, I'm in this kind of floating, floatingness. Huh. And huh. It, it, it seems now, as, we, as we've been talking, that it's kind of related to this um, sense of the volcano going and that if we, if we don't attach, then there's tremendous space. And then I'm, I'm going to guess... The, there's just the there's a filling of the space, and when you were speaking before lunch about about zipping up, you know. Mm. So I, I found what I do is I I put I put blue light around myself, mm. and if it feels dangerous, I put orange light around the blue light. Okay, and that seems like if I'm walking through a very busy airport or something like that, mm. if 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 I yeah. need to do that, yeah, yeah. So. All of this leads me to feel and say that I feel like I don't know anything anymore. It just yes. everything that I thought I understood or the way life was, it just isn't. Yes, it just isn't. It isn't. Yes. And and I don't I can't say what it is. Yes. But it's it's kind of um watching this just like the leaves and the and the wind, you know, it just a very different way of um, of being, and so what I feel myself now is more watching, watching with new eyes. It's like every day, all the time, new eyes. It's fresh. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Fantastic. So when you're functioning, when you're with friends, you're teaching. Yes. Is any of that perspective there, or do you? Sometimes kind of... it is, and sometimes it's not. Okay. And. Then when I come back to resting, I'm surprised that I was very much back in, you know, ego state, I would call it. Yes, or, yes. Yeah, so it kind, of, it kind of goes to that. It can be many hours. It can be even a day or two. But usually it's for a while. And then, you know, I'm, back, I'm always in my car. I'm very, very um, not, in my, not in my mind. Mm. Yeah, so there are places mm. taking a walk. I mean, there are places mm. where it's very easy. So I, I, I think it probably it just unfolds, but I don't know if you have anything to add as I tell you this. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me of something which might be of interest actually to, um, to some people, maybe more men than women, but let's see. So it, it, it feels like um, uh, when, when, that you find a location again through a functional activity through something that's familiar with your system, so your work or meeting socially, and it's like, okay, you, you can plug in there. And so you find a location again. 
Now, <clears throat> when when it's being on ground, when and you're not ungrounded, you see, but when it's somebody who's ungrounded or there's like too much light for them to bring in here, or something is out of balance, they need to connect with others in order to, to mm -hmm. find rest. Okay? But I don't feel it's like that for you. It's no. just two different states. Right. All right? When that happens, I've often found that people, and particularly men, have an addiction to sex. Mm. Because what happens is through the connection with somebody else, through that merging, there's like, oh, now with the two bodies, there's enough space for them to rest. It's like this physical container isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Yes. And they're bursting. And the only way it comes out is through the sex yeah. drive, right? Yeah. And so through sexual union with somebody else, it's like, you ground through them. They ground through them. Mm -hmm. All right? So just to kind of throw that out there, that that's a phenomenon I've, I've come across a good few times. Yeah, about 25 years ago, mm. I went through a period where I had no boundaries. Yes. And it was not good. Yes. So what I did is I just wrapped myself very tight for all these years, but now it's fallen away. But yes. I think with more maturity, it's not a problem anymore. Yes. But yes. It, was really, it was really tough during that time. Yes. And people would be following me in parks. I mean, yes. I think it would, you know. Yes, that's right. It's, it's, it, the need is there. And so well, others and are I coming think people to... sense something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it can find its way that way too. But it's like it's, it's not a dysfunction anymore. Right. So what I'd love to see is, is um, that no location is actually a great mm -hmm. phrase, you know. This non-local perspective. It's like the body is looking each moment it's fresh. These are characteristics of just the non-dual state, you know, or, or prior to mm -hmm. it even. Um, and so from there, the times that you can do your work and meet people and connect and you're still in that non-local state. And when is it sticky? When have you lost the what broader view and you're all in there and in your story? So are you saying to notice patterns? Yeah. What is the thing that makes you lose, become localized and become the woman in the body and that mm -hmm. that's your only perspective and right. it's me right. connecting to you and that's the whole world here right now. Mm -hmm. What makes those situations? What is it that hooks you in where you're willing to trade the broader perspective and localize mm -hmm. in the form and identify that's as being the woman good. in the form? Mm -hmm. That's where the work is. Okay. That's the only place you've got to work. The rest of it is fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Good. Yeah. That's really helpful. Yeah. Thank you. And in a way, the falling was like your vacuum. In a way, that's kind of your vacuum, you know? It was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing is sticking. Nothing is sticking. Mm -hmm. You're peeling off from everything that held right. the idea of you together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, whoa, whoa, you're falling. It's just all, all the supports are gone. That's exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was your vacuum, your version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much gentler. Whew. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's a piece of work to be done. So noticing, watching. Yes. Mm -hmm. when, you, when the localized perception and you've identified it being in the body and the woman in the body and that's your world and that's the only vista that's open to you, mm -hmm. what made that happen? What story did you buy? Mm -hmm. What piece of conditioning is running? What desire is running? Mm -hmm. There'll be something. You'll want something. Approval, mm -hmm. acceptance. You'll want something. Right. Something. Find it. Perfect. And stop buying into it. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. That's so the tidy much. up. All right. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. Morgana? Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm not ready yet for, for 
unpacking this. But here yeah. I am. So yes. See what Something is ready. See what I say. I don't know. It's about the zipping up. Yeah. And it's about, um, you said to one lady who was here that she was picking up on a collective. Yeah. M- not her own stuff, but... Yeah, going into like the universal, the the one one, the non-dual, one consciousness, yeah, the universal awareness, and yet that was butting into something in the exactly. system. Yeah, and I really resonated with that, mm-hmm. and so I wondered if we could, if you could unpack that a little bit more. And I don't know if I need to say some more for you. Yeah, to, tell me your experience. Um, Bring the mic up. I had it all. Don't worry, it all it'll laid come. out and now it's all gone. It'll come when it'll um, come, don't worry. Okay, singing. Last time we spoke, you said something about my singing and it just kind of stopped it dead in its tracks for then. But I felt it wasn't in a negative way. It was like I really understood why you said what you said. And I don't know if I need to... It doesn't matter. It does, I have no idea what I said, but that's okay. all right. <laughs> um, but it, it stopped me from singing because you showed me how my singing was all wrapped up in my need for propping my ego up through the response that I got from the audience. I remember, I remember now, yeah. Right. And I really saw that. I mean, I'd seen it for years. I'd noticed that's what happens. Look at, look at this <laughs> need for seeing this positive response and, and just, I didn't like it, but I loved it. But, you know. Yes. Um, Can you guys hear Oh, I'm not quite sure. Oh, yeah, that's okay. it. Go right up there. Um, so when you said that, you really put it in my face, and I, I thought, yes, I want, to let, I want to let that die. So I didn't, I haven't sung for months and months and months. Um, and just in the last couple of weeks, and I didn't feel the desire, I didn't feel not desire, I didn't feel the impulse. I used to feel impulses, oh, I want to sing for just by myself, practice. And I would sing, and that was hugely important, meaningful. That wasn't anything to do with getting uh, ego propped up from an audience, because there was nobody there. Um, But then for months and months, I didn't have that impulse to sing. And I felt that's okay. I just need to give it time because when I do sing, when the, the impulse will come back, I hadn't decided not to sing. It mm. just mm. happened. Mm-hmm. And just wait. And eventually, maybe the impulse to sing will come back. And sort of the feeling was, I will be singing from a different place or yes. something. Yes. So over the last two weeks, I've been having this impulse to sing. And I did finally three days ago. And I don't know whether I just don't remember, but it really felt like, oh my 
God, what's, what's coming out? Ah. It felt, I don't even, can't even say at the time it felt different because I was just startled. I wasn't comparing it or anything. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know how this is connected with the zipping up, but maybe it is because I'm speaking it. So I couldn't wait to sing again because this totally something that I don't remember having experienced when I sang was happening. So the next, oh, and I should say, after that first day of singing, I felt wonderful, just so energized, but within, I don't know, an hour, half an hour, something, I was completely drained. Yes. Like, oh my God, at first there was like, the universe is pouring through me, what is, I wasn't doing it, it was just coming out of my mouth, and I couldn't stop it. It felt wonderful, but it was just all this power and energy. And then after about 45 minutes, maybe, I felt completely drained, like, oh. But the next day, I wanted to do it again. Okay. So I did it again. I did for about 35 minutes or so. And within an hour, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And for the rest of the day. So I thought, what's going on? I guess I, I can't sing or I... I'm doing something wrong, or I don't, I don't know what I was doing. This isn't exactly the zipping up, <coughs> but I don't know if you have anything mm. to say mm. about this massive energy, power, whatever. It wasn't me. Yeah. I well, mean, it was the other one. You, you, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I manage that energy coming through without what what happens that my body can't handle your body it. can't handle it yeah your body isn't yeah. strong enough it's not robust enough to to take that okay it's like so scaffolding outside of a building and, uh-huh. you know yeah, and, yeah. and then something comes through the scaffolding and it's like whoa yeah, whoa, whoa. <gasps> yeah and it's thrown you know it's not holding steady it's like your body isn't robust enough Mm. to hold that frequency coming through and it, okay. it's just not robust enough so you know maybe do five minutes instead of sure you can minutes. play with those things yeah play or with play with if the body can get stronger that would be great yeah it's a whole other that's ball a whole game other thing yeah. so then maybe if there's a moment to talk about picking up I think I do this a lot that I I'm picking up on a collective thought about something mm. very mm. common, very in, in mm. the mass mm. consciousness. Mm. And it it kind of feels like, well, why am I why am I reacting this way? This isn't yes. congruent to what I know. Yes. And yet here's all this Yes. And I don't I don't believe this stuff. Yes. So Yes. Can you say more about Yes. What happens the moment that you recognize it? Do you give it expression or do you cut it or what do you do? I feel confused and I feel... Mm. I feel like I want to get up and walk away, but that doesn't feel right because it feels like I need to just... 
get over it. But it doesn't seem to be my own thinking. Yeah. So I don't know how, there's nothing to get over. But on, at the same time, I do feel a reaction in my energy field that is picking up. I can feel the irritation or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there is something to get over, or something to drop, or... Yeah. So do you think that you're just expressing that mass consciousness belief, or do you think you're, you're, you're changing it in some way? Ah. I'd like to say I'm changing it, but I don't know what's think the truth. That's where it is. I think I'm picking picking it up, okay, and holding it in my body, and okay, expressing it on some unconscious level, okay. No, I don't believe this, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though you don't believe the story of it, yeah, yeah. But is there a possibility of transmuting it? You would know if you were doing that. I don't think I am. Yeah, you'd know. So, but yeah. you're, you're mentioning it, so there's that possibility. Maybe could I go there? Because I don't know where to go with it. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, it feels like there's somewhere else that I'm being given the opportunity to go somewhere and transmuting it resonates. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because it's, it's almost always just a glitch in the system, you know, where somebody tunes into to uh-huh. mass consciousness, like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. It's just a misinterpretation yeah. somewhere yeah. Of, of the uni- un- un- unity consciousness, no? Yeah, yeah. Of where it's all connected. Yeah. If I were you, I, I, I think I would investigate it to see if you can transmute it, uh-huh. because there might be a bit of global work that you, somehow that you've kind of got an ability to do or have signed up for or whatever way we want to say it. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I think I would, I think I'd play with it and give it a few months and if okay. it becomes more toxic or doesn't leave you alone, then just like, okay, forget it. When it comes, I'm going to just chuck it. But I think I would play with it. I think I would play with it. I will. Yeah. Could you be connected with the singing somehow? That popped into my head. Oof. I'm concerned a bit about the singing because it it's depletes your physical form so much. Well, maybe I should do it and not let so much power come through. That would be great, if you can. If I can. Yeah, yeah. if you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, really, if you want to add them together, but if it's only an idea, mm. adding them together is like the power that comes through that's going to blast any universal, any universal negative thought. It's going to blast it. But the price is very high in your body. Yes. And I don't understand why, if it's just power, good, bad, doesn't Mm. exist. But it's just pure power coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Why would that deplete my body? Because the body is a 3D, like, it's a physical thing with its own density. And yeah, sure. It can't take a lot of energy. It can't, you know? Right. We have to work on it integrating as we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so when when you tap into something and you're like, I don't even believe this, but it's yeah. kind of venting through me, this opinion or this perspective or something. Just take a second and just like, okay, I'm just going to break this up. I'm going to dissolve it and put light on it. 
put okay. light on it. Oh, okay. You know, it's yeah. just, I'm going to bring this, because it's ignorance fundamentally. Yes. It's a lack of awareness. Yes. And put light on it to break up this ignorance and, and dissolve it. And, it. and have like all of humanity. It's like, it's for all of humanity. Okay. Just completely let it be global. It's for all yeah, of humanity. I like that. that uh, and you're dissolving. You might be able to do that, you know. You okay. might be able to do that. I'll experiment yeah. with that. Yeah, I would. Great. I would. If the singing links up with it, no, uh, I don't feel it. Okay. I don't feel it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Jack. I think you might be able to make a difference there, actually. Hmm. That would be wonderful because it just feels kind of stuck. Like, yeah. What am I doing with this? Yeah, there and there is something and you I'm can do with it. it yeah. There. Sure. And okay. I think you can do it's something with it. Yeah, it's just an energy. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Good. Sure. Sure. Thanks, Morgan. Okay. I have Paula first. And then. Hi. So last night when you were talking to Paul, you asked him to do a list of what. I forget how exactly he worded it, but. I did a list. Okay, of, of where where you get stuck in yeah. storyland, the triggers. Yes, and well, the repetitive ones. Yes, yes, the, the reliable the, ones. The reliable ones. <clears throat> and it was again broached was today. Uh, someone else had mentioned it, but the sense it always for me drops into numbers and money. Ah, a, a recurring. Fear of lack, to use yeah. what someone else had used, but the sense of lack, there is, and this may just be the tip of the iceberg, um, not just lack, just a lack, there's something lacking, and um, this even... It, that word actually is what started, well, not exactly that word, but something like it. Um, when I was very young, it was, um, this can't be everything. Ah. Is this all there is? Mm-hmm. So that sort of started me on Right. This. But there's still this thread of, yeah, and it always comes down to Money. And I, before you, and this is, and then I had great confusion because before you mentioned to someone else, this may not apply to me, but that it is this universal mm. uh, mentality. Doesn't apply to you. This universal yeah. mentality. And yeah. I thought, no, I don't think no, so. No, it's not you. No, no. No, right. because of the background I have. Mm. Uh, yeah. And when and you so talk about it, I don't get the, I don't see no. the universal band opening up, and I usually do with people, and it ain't there. No. Okay. So. Um, so that was, I guess that's the only one I could really figure out that that's where I drop in. Find where I can feel, you know, beingness, being aware of awareness. Yes. And all I have to have is something to do with numbers. And, and off she goes again. We've got oh, Paula. Oh boy, she goes crazy. And then I become very. I have a lot of common sense, very grounded. Yeah. 
and uh, is this necessary? Is this not necessary? And uh, yeah, so it limits me in my. Yeah, it's a, it's a prison. It's yes. a limitation. Yes. Because uh, I know what freedom feels like. Well, the amount that I know. Yeah, sure. Um, so there is this limitation. Yes. And my fear is that you're going to say to me, we'll just go out and spend a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Would it work? Oh, God, no. It wouldn't work? I don't think so. No. <laughs> She knows you well. <laughs> so that's this, you know this. <laughs> so and I was a little afraid to come up here. I thought, well, she says that to me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to go out and spend a lot of money. <laughs> way too practical for that. <laughs> I'm way too practical for that. Yes. 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 It would push against your grain. Yeah. Too yeah, much. It just would be. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't I, it, get to me. It would. That. To me, it wouldn't. Solve the problem, no, but I don't. You wouldn't get it from that exercise. Yeah. So there you are. Or there yeah. I am. <laughs> and uh, or there we are. Um, yeah. Mm. But that's the recurring. When you said that to Paul, what is the recurring? Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even find myself when I'm starting to meditate, or I'm sitting, and I can hear numbers. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that can also take me. Yeah. Yeah. You see, the mind can have go-to repetitive loops. They might always stay there. The thing is, if they have the ability to pull you into their story, or if it's just, yeah, that's my yakety-yak, you know, that's just the thing that is talk is bullshit, really. If we can turn it into that to seeing that, that that's just my go-to. Well, I've tried that. And it doesn't work. Well, it's the, it keeps coming back. I mean, if I already but, see, I, I okay, I'm, I'm going through my checkbook or whatever other numbers are, you know, are, and I say, well, that's just another thought. Okay. It's just another thought. And at times, if I'm feeling very centered, there's no interest. But when I'm off, there's interest. So, I mean, it's on again, off again. Is it based on fact or is it an independent just loop? Not really on fact, no. It's on past. Ah. Okay. I mean... You know, the story is my parents were in the Depression. So. Okay. There's a whole thing about. Okay. There's not enough. So the reality is that there is, but you're running a loop as if there's not. Yes. Yeah. That's not very practical. It's not very practical. No. It doesn't make any sense. No. But it's keeping the Paula alive, huh? That that is keeping her alive. It's her go-to. And it's, I mean, I see it. I can see my parents. There's a whole family stuff, you know? Yes. Um, yes. So why is some part of you agreeing to believe it and buy that story? Why is that story good enough? Well, 
What's the juice that it gives you? What, 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 why buy it? Because the evidence doesn't support it. That's true. The, the evidence doesn't support it. No. No. So you're believing well, a lie. The only thing I can think of is that there's fear of, if I, in the, I think I resonated with someone before, I said, fear of letting that go, then who am I? Where am I? Yeah. How, how do I recognize myself? How, 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 does, how does that um, free-floating or um, freedom... Yes. How does that... How does that manifest? Yes. So it has become a kind of an anchor then, hasn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very effective anchors are ones that have a lineage... You know, something we've inherited. Because they're more potent, no? Because people have believed in it, believed in it, and it gains momentum as it goes down the tracks. Well, I'm ha- sure there's a genetic quality to it. Uh, yeah, of course. Isn't that what it is, really? That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, but we know from genetics that it doesn't have to express the same way, you know? So, okay, something can be there and dormant and doesn't express. Have you projected it into your future? The lack? Yeah. Do you imagine that there could be lack in the future? Yes. Ah, okay. All right. All right. I mean, when I go into the scenarios, oh, yeah, I could make a drama forever. Yes. 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 Okay. It's not going to go until you tackle the future-oriented one. So there's where trust comes in. Uh-huh. So all the issues that stop you from, from investing in the idea of lack in your future... The part of you that's invested in that idea as a potential reality, we've got to heal that because that's really garbage. That's really garbage because you have no, we have no clue what's going to happen. We can have a random idea of where our life is going to go, but really, life is full of surprises, as we all know. It's yes. full of surprises. So, so there's no point in you investing in, in lack in the future. That's really about something that you can tackle now. Now. You've no control. You have no personal will. You can't do anything about your future. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You can only do the best you can today and make plans that you can imagine might might not feel you out, make you feel all right. <laughs> do you know? Like, we can plan holidays. We can do practical things about the future, but really it's minimal. It's minimal. So tackling the... Tackling the future is the first thing. And then, and then we've got some handle on the line, the line of thought that you're plugging into because you're already investing in its continuation. And it's like, actually, do your kids a favor and do yourself a favor and let's cut that one. Let's cut that one. You've got to cut the future first. Right, so when you've unpacked what that's about, yeah, trust you mentioned, sure, what, whatever it is that, that you think is... is uh, the negative possibility about the future. And you'll be fine, actually, Paula. I know you're not going to be on your knees at all. Like You're not. You're, you're, you, you don't have poverty ahead of you. So, you know, it's really in your head. So... <laughs> Thanks. So, <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs> yeah, you won't. Um, I, can't, I can't see it anywhere. So, um, um, so, with just the present, then, let's take the next step. Right. 
So you're investing in this in your present, right? Yeah, that's the the recurring, you know. Yes. Stuff. All right. So rather than it being the story about lack itself. If that story was there as a kid, which started your spiritual search, I wonder is your relationship with that story a kind of an homage to the thing that motivated you to look for more? Have you in some way placed a value on it in that way? That's very interesting. Yeah. Kind of in order to grow... There has to be a lack. Yes, yes. There has to be something missing. Yes, because that reminds you to go in. That's how you recognize that the outside world isn't real or how you have done it. You used it for a while to recognize, well, if there's something missing, oh, it's, 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 it's inside. So it's like it serves a use, you see? Because the lack that I'm picking up isn't about money at all. It's not actually about money. Yes, I, I, somehow it's, there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sticky one is about needing it for your spiritual path. Because that's always been kind of, um, yeah. Um, I remember, you know, I just remember that that's what started it. It was like I kind of woke up to and looked around and said, there must be more. This isn't it. This isn't it. It has to be more than this. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's the seed of it. That's the seed of it for you. That's how your genes expressed it or, or connected with that or found a way for it to make sense to you. You see? That's, that's the seed. That's what's underneath it. That's the value you have on it. When I'm looking, it's like, what value? It's not actually, money really doesn't have the value for you. It's something else. And that's what it looks like from here. It's almost sort of like, not the same, but like uh, no pain, no gain. There's no lack. There can be no fulfillment or yes, filling of. Yes, or, filling of, yes, exactly. Yes. Wow. Because without, there must be more, then there's no search either. No, not for me, anyway. Uh Uh-huh. That's a big taproot. (laughs) Wow. So... Well, my mind is spinning around in there, but the sense I have is uh, a lot of space. Yeah, a lot of space of... Kind of like there's always been a seeing of that as being a real positive, mm-hmm. and that it's oh, yeah. no longer. It isn't that it's negative, but it's no longer the. I want to say the carrot. It's no longer the draw. Yes. Yes. 
in my mind, my question just fell on my mind. Well, then what's next? Yes. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. So you see the loop. It goes to lack and the absence, and then it triggers the search and going within, which goes back then, up comes the thought that you buy, goes back into, oh, there's something missing, which really is your motivation, you know, creates the parlor character, and then, of course, there's something missing. Of course, there's something missing because you've left home. Of course. <coughs> it's a beautiful circuit. And we can jump off. Yes, absolutely. Drop it. Drop it, yeah. There is no lack. There really is no lack. It's a thought that is perpetuating the Paula investment in the Paula character. That's all it is. And it kind of took the symbol of money because of my yeah. background. And That's right. That was the context that you inherited to interpret lack, you know, that, that frame was there, so it was an easy thing to run it through the figures, you know? Yeah. 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 Nice one, Paula. Nice one. To thank Paul. <laughs> yes, indeed. You've had a bit of a domino effect, Paul. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question about the lack after you're done? Sure, sure. Just. Like a t shirt. Thank you. It's great. Uh, I have. Like ideas uh, about, like, uh, I guess, like bettering the world. Yeah. And in terms of like how I can actually contribute towards, uh, like, I have ideas about lives and how they come and go so easily. That it seems like we all have like a choice to live either. My friends said this uh, either. A, a grand life, like we can be grand, or we can be grandiose. Uh, and I'm thinking about like that, like enlightenment or whatever. To me, just means living a grand life, like living a having a great career, sort of thing. Career, <laughs> like cat Ford, like what you do to make money actually is something that you like you thoroughly really like to do. Okay. And that is a problem for me, I think. But I don't, I can only talk for myself, I don't see any, I don't have that direct link. Like, this is my work, but I don't have that direct link that I get paid for that work. Uh I, somehow, I have them a little bit broken up. and, And I get supported. And it can come in any which way at all. Yeah. And so it's more just about being what you we really are. 
yeah, it's like the, the, this, this, this work is what I do in whatever shape or form, but it has nothing to do with the money I get for it. And, and I get money in the weirdest ways. So it's not actually a career choice at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, I mean, in terms of... If you hold the mic, please. Sorry. Uh, in terms of, uh, I guess, having something to do... Uh-huh. Um, that ultimately there really isn't anything to do. Right? Uh, uh, there isn't, there isn't. Um... At a certain point, you see that there's nothing to do, but you have to do a hell of a lot to be able to see that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what about, what do you think about in terms of finding your calling sort of thing? What brings you joy? Yeah, just what you like to do most. No, what brings you joy? Oh, what brings me joy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, really. If I was going to pick one thing, I don't know what one thing I'll say soccer, maybe. Okay. Um, or music. I play music a lot. Okay. Or, um, but they all fall short of seeming to be like a solution. To because I feel like there's a lot of craziness in the world. That there needs to be more examples of people who are doing what they really actually want to be doing. So then the best way is to be one of those people, huh? Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. I need to be someone that's doing for a living what I really want to be doing. Yes. Um, I just want to help my figuring out is it much as to be doing soccer, like trying to get a career in that field. Would that help? Or am I still trying to do music? Or should I just drop the whole endeavor and just try to beat the self? Some experience in life is needed. Yeah. You need to experience life and get get in there Uh for awakening. It would just be premature. So a career would be a good thing and you can do your spiritual practice at the same time. But a yeah. career would be really good because it's life is what teaches us and brings up our stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you're <laughs> saying just keep living, basically? Well, you, you, you keep living until you die. <laughs> or, or just saying, you're saying for me to gain more, uh, for me to gain more experience? In life. Okay. Yeah, engaging so, with life, not pulling away, but engaging with it. Well, I think I might have, be, you have heard of autism? Yeah. That may be on that spectrum. Yeah. So that definitely is going to always be there. Yeah. In terms of not. So how, and I've looked for help with that, but there is no, like, I don't kind of found anything yet. I don't know. So I guess that needs to be looked into more. Yeah. A bit. Uh, Yeah, indeed. Um. Yeah, it, like there, there's a gazillion way, well, there's about seven billion ways to be in the world. Because I mean, well, you know, every expression that. is, you know, so, yeah. every single person has their own individual expression. So finding one that works for you, okay, you've got two things that you enjoy, enjoy doing. But let's be practical too. And if it is that soccer and music 
become hobbies and things that resource you, mm-hmm. but you actually do something else for work, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. They might overlap and you, you actually get paid for doing something that brings you joy. Or there's a lot of spiritual growth to be had from doing a job that challenges you because it will bring up resistance and desire. Yeah. And that that's a good place to start too. It's another way to do it. Well, everything's challenging me right now. Yeah. I mean, I think I, people with Asperger's or, or autism, whatever, are prone to be more anxiety-ridden because they're like yeah. closed off. Because I still, like, my body needs social interaction, but it yeah. doesn't, they can't, like, get it. So yeah. it's like I'm, like, more nervous and more, like, anxiety-ridden than the average person. That's right. That's yeah. right. And so I'm, like, have always in, like, this fighting mode of hating people and stuff like that. It's very naturally formed and yeah. um, that's where the people need to be grand and stop being grandiose and these crazy ideas that, uh, you know so I I guess well I should get help with that right like I should make that a priority of getting help for whatever they have for autism um, what kind of help would you be thinking about well, people apply their intelligence to like problems like, yes so yes. I just look to seek that out. Yes, you can. I, I'm, I'm just thinking of somebody um, who's on the spectrum too and, and lives on his own and has become an academic because he's just soaking up stuff. Yeah. Just become an academic. That's, that's what he's doing. And I know he's going to end up writing something. I know he is. He's totally obsessed about something that he's researching. And I know he'll end up doing something with it. It might take him 10 years longer than somebody else. But, but, but he's applied to do it, you know? Yeah. He's applied himself to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works for him. Uh, it took him a while to find it. Yeah. Uh, does it bring him joy? What brings him joy is the fact that he works so hard at relaxing every day, but has found it. Here's one thing that helped him a lot. Um, it's a woman who's, she died actually about a year ago. Um, and and she, actually she, she was someplace around here, I think, Some, someplace in California. Um, and what she did was, was um, uh, okay, here's the exercise because I can't think of her name and I can't think of the type of work right now. But okay, Continuum is the name of the work. Do any of you know Continuum? Yeah. And, and what it is, is, you connect with the fluid in your body. So you get on the floor and you feel how fluid is moving mm-hmm. and you let your body unravel itself. Yeah. It totally works with somebody on the spectrum. Totally works. Right. And this guy does this every day. He starts his day by just kind of feeling these organic movements, gets his head out of the way totally and lets this expression come. And a calmness comes because right. something that's pre-verbal gets to express. Yeah. And it just drops the anxiety and he gets half a day out of it, at least half a day out of it. Cool. There are, so there are things out there that can just help to make the anxiety abate, which will enable you to work, huh? Yeah. What do you mean work? Uh, I don't know. Work okay. in a store. Work. I mean, just oh. work. Well, I can... I, yeah, I do struggle with work, but no one—it's no one's like sensitive enough to make an issue out of it. I think people should, but they don't. <laughs> uh, 
So, yeah, that sounds good. The fluid thing. The fluid thing, yes. Uh, I'll keep looking for help. But yeah. You're, you're doing okay, you know? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, my mind is like totally like experience goes on forever. Are you kidding me? Like, really? Yeah. Like, it doesn't goes on forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, that makes everything okay all the time. I don't really care. Yeah. But my problem with that maybe is that I do, at this point, um, there's no way I'd harm people, but I do get mad at yeah. people. Yeah. I'm closed off and people I don't like, I immediately am just like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate yeah. you. I hate you. Like, yeah. And like, that's not good. Because <laughs> like, that's, I like where I'm living right now. It's almost like I'm attracting really gnarly like where I live now, like some a police officer just got murdered, and there's gangs. Okay. It's gnarly. So, like I'm like, oh no, like attracting that more and more, uh, which just leads me back to I need help. Okay, but you could be the light in that area too. I don't know how to do that. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that where you're like, okay, like it's all me, and what I really am is whatever the, that it like. Whatever that is, is what I really am. Uh, and that's what we all are. And it's like this graceful dance that's happening all the time or whatever. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I've tried to do that so many yeah. freaking different ways. Yeah. I've seen other spiritual teachers and it just it doesn't it stops doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking that maybe if I got a great career, I, I would be like Bob Dylan or something. Like, it yeah. seemed like he like got, at a certain point, he just, just blew up. And like all of a sudden he was constantly in, cause he's always like, he has the light in his eyes. He's, and he makes a point of like, always having like the dude always has the light in his eyes. Like what the hell? Yes. Uh, how did he do that? Yes. So I don't know how he did that. And I don't know if it's just like, that's his pain. Or, like he's Jewish. So like he has like strings <laughs> and well, like the darkest sort of thing. And uh, so he, like, to him, that's, like, his pain is, like, I have the light in my eyes all the time. You don't like, I'm, like, express that to you all the time. Because he's always made me feel bad about what I do for a living. <laughs> Which could be correct, but I don't know. Or it's he's just doing his stuff. Yeah. He just and the way you're stuff. interpreting it. Yeah. Is your that's way. Right. And yeah. maybe somebody else interprets it yeah, another way. Yeah, he's just good at what he does. Do you ever think of painting? Uh... I've tried art. I'm really bad at drawing. Do you know what I think would be great? Really? Do you know? Do you know? Would be great for you. Would be like get some seriously cheap poster paints that you can splash all over the place. Mm-hmm. Roll out a roll of wallpaper, the, but the back side of it, you know. So you've got this big, big, long strip or a huge sheet of paper, but wallpaper is cheap or wallpaper lining or something, you know. Right. That's interesting. My mom's a really good painter. Ah. And my brother is like. Yeah, art. And my dad is actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's something in the painting for you. Huh. That's yeah. And I would get like you know get paper, get paints from your family, whatever, and just let it rip. Jackson Pollock style or something. <laughs> Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Yeah, he's like throws the paint. Your style. Okay. Your style. But let your expression, because you have a lot to express. Yeah, I love playing music. Like when I get in front of people and, and I'm playing music, like a, a, that 
I can get real passionate about expressing whatever it is uh-huh. I'm expressing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see it on paper. Yeah. With color. Uh, okay. And how you feel about stuff, just get it out. Find if we can find different media for you to express your stuff. Yeah. All right. And I think paint would be a great way to go. Cool. My mom wanted me to do that, so <laughs> mom then she unconditionally loves me. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'll we'll do that. All right. And let's see what happens. All right. Thank you. Okay, sure. Yeah. Hi there. Hi, Grace, was it a quick question from the floor, or do you need to come up about it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, no problem. We'll see. Hi. Hi, Jeff. It's so special to be here, and then even you know, in between the, the days that we sit here, just stuff unfolds. Um, part what I wanted to ask or discuss about is moving from here. This thinking that absolutely drives me crazy, and it's a weird thing, and it's, I guess it's for everybody. But to here, yes. And now I'll tell you um, what happened today when I was driving here going to the different areas, and I used to live around here, so each place that I'd see, there was like some you know, horrible thing that happened, or I felt horrible, but I thought it was just like like a thought, and I, I didn't, or, or something, I just left that, but then after I was telling Tracy this, and while I was talking to her, I realized, oh, I was feeling the sensations in my body, and I, I had never... just I didn't realize what sensations were, or some, uh. some, not all the way, and then... Um, uh, when you were saying about welcoming, instead of pushing this out, pushing the, the character out, and so I guess that's the sensations too. And then all of a sudden, because there was sensations, then I would kind of, you know, fall back more, because. And then I could also see that once I understood that, there would be a kind of a wanting to do it from here. All right. This one. Yeah, and there's a lot of wanting to do, but some. <coughs> so that's um, where I am with that one, and then. I don't know quite how this relates, but it's something that I've, I've wanted to ask you, what, one of the things. Um, a, a long time ago, when I first um, left home and I went to college, I had this um, experience of, maybe because I was away from home or something, and my mom, this um, light rising up my spine, like searing up, uh. and it, but it came out here. Uh. And, and I was saying... Oh no! I think you're supposed to go up here, and then I'm saying you don't know what you're talking about. Be quiet, you know, or something. But I just wondered if there was any chemical thing that yeah, lingered. That's, that's or, Kundalini, no? yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That, that Energy that rising up your here. spine. And so I'm even like, um, like the functioning thing and the driver's license thing. I was supposed to renew my license at the end of this month. And I, I put the book so I could see it. Maybe I'd pick it up, you know. Well, lo and behold, I got something in the mail saying, fill this out, send it back, and you, you know, and you can get your license in the mail. All right. And so that that, that was I sat there in relief, like, for two weeks after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> and then, but then I was afraid, oh, I don't think I filled it out right. So, it's, I mean, spinning this stuff from the leftover sensations, which I still am traumatized by my last DMV experience, it's really strange. Um, <laughs> should I tell you? 
No, no. you're fine. Okay. Just keep going and, um, with what's going on. Okay. And, but it, so it's anything that has to, you know, because I'd have to read that book or read, reading anything that comes from here. I just, I just can't. And I want to know how to, to just go, calm down, <laughs> welcome, yes. without doing, without doing so much. And that's yes. what I wanted to discuss. So it's a not doing the calming down because when you're revved up you're doing something so it's about not doing does that make sense? it does Um, I don't know if I know exactly how to not do because it's always (laughs) churning on some level isn't it funny? Isn't it the, the doing is auto, so automatic? Yeah, even though I don't do anything because it's, it, it's just... Well, yeah, you are. You're following the thoughts. Okay, Your body okay. is, is investing yes, in it because okay. it's releasing chemicals. And, okay. You know, so okay. you're following it. You're building the anxiety. Uh-huh. Do you wake up in anxiety? Um, in the mornings, um, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it's like I really don't want to wake up because I, I just want to stay sleeping and yeah. open like that. And that's like, okay, how am I going to get through this day? And then kind of coach myself. And at the end of the day, oh, you made it through the day. Yes. Yes. So it's getting a bit softer in the morning. Yeah. What, what made that happen, that softening? Um, uh, well, for one thing, I, I, I changed where I'm living now. Okay. And um, I'm living with a friend, and there's some kind of um, support in these kind of everyday things. I mean, it can be yes, and um, you know, I don't know. And, and temporarily, you know, for maybe three months, I haven't had to exactly worry about money or to have that spin of it because that yes. spin doesn't help no. anything. And um, so. Um, just kind of eating better and things like that. So, Good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've noticed that certain things help the anxiety to slow down? Mm-hmm. I, yes, I think. And, and, and do then, more of those, huh? Mm-hmm. And then re- just reading, but like you know, spiritual books. And sure. That really, you know, I can go back. Helps here. you to go back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then something might pop in when I'm back here. Okay, just do this or do that. Then I can do it. But I can't make myself, like the driver's license book, I couldn't make myself do it. Yes. Even though, and so that's kind of, it feels it's difficult to function in life because yes. it seems like, I, and I know it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, so, it's, so you're saying be in the not doing? Yes. Just like, just. It, if there's not doing, are you nervous that you're wasting time, or just some? What, what, uh-huh. If you're not doing, what is the thing that breaks that? What story do you buy mm-hmm. to go back yeah. into the? Then I'm supposed to be doing something. Yeah. We drop that one because when you're supposed to be doing something, actually, you know, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it doesn't. You do what you need to do because you eat when you're hungry. You work when you need to work. You just will. But the idea that you're supposed to be doing something. Okay. Can we stop obeying that one? 
I think I've always had had that. You know, I'm supposed to be doing something different than I am. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not. Yeah. Like other people or what, whatever yeah. the family is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm not. What I'm doing is just not right. I'm yeah. supposed to be there. I'm. I'm getting it wrong at some level. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I felt for a while yeah. like I was made out of the fabric wrong. Yeah. Did something like that. And you know, it's just a, a thought. You know, it's just a loop yeah, uh, that's kind of empty. It's just an experience. It's it's yeah. It's got no validity. It's not true, and it doesn't help. Yeah. How about chucking it out instead of obeying it? Yeah, and I, as a matter of fact, I didn't even know that I was running that now because I thought I understood that. But yeah. I see that I what I have been still running it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and see the value in not doing. Okay. Your greatest task in life is learn how to be relaxed. Mm. That's your homework. Okay. To learn how to relax. Okay. Because in the stillness, you're very clear. Mm-hmm. You're very clear. Mm-hmm. And then the spins happen. Yeah. And you're lost. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Learning how to chill, how to relax, how to kind of care a little bit less. Okay. Give yourself permission to do it. Okay. And if your mind is kicking up, say, no, no, Jack, give me homework. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about relaxing and doing nothing here and just doing less and learn how to be okay with that. Okay. That'll be really good. Okay. Just to slow it down, you know, and leaving space and value for that which, I don't know, is more natural. It's more natural, you know. And so that experience that I had, that the thing that felt seared in, yeah, is that is that true? I mean, did it change some chemistry, or that makes that adds yeah, that, to this? Yeah, that's Kundalini, no? The light or shard of energy that runs up your spine, mm-hmm. and for some it comes out the third eye, for some it goes up the top, for some it shoots straight out. For many people, it gets stuck someplace mm-hmm. in a chakra, mm-hmm. but for you, it didn't. It moved up, no? Mm-hmm. So um, as long as it goes up beyond the top of the spine, so. So you've got two chakras left, your third eye or your top. It goes out one or the other. Oh. You know? It, it's, it it's, it's part of spiritual awakening. Oh. It's just part of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what kind of part, because what happened for the three months after, I, like I was just so open, I, I would sit and I realized I was as big as a football field. Yes. And then now I realize, well, what does that have to do with anything? Consciousness is it's beyond comparison to, you know. That. Yes. Yes, but you, our mind will always try and make sense mm-hmm. of what we're perceiving. Your, your mind is going to try and make comparisons and put labels on things. That's just what it does. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't dismiss it, you know. If it felt like you were as big as a football field, fine. But then what happened, the three days before I was supposed to go home, and I thought of my mom, the whole thing crashed. And then and I was, like, really seriously depressed. Yeah, I bet. And I went home. Yeah. I bet. So that's kind of... yes. So it's never come back. I just realized it yeah. happened. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to. Yeah, yeah. Well, once Kundalini awakens like that, it never shuts down again. It's a shift that that happens and stays with you. If you couldn't hold it, it's probably like the thing I was talking about. Was it, was it last night? I think it was. Yeah, about you know that kind of six days and then and then desire coming back in and the thoughts just dropping. Oh, how do I connect with that person? And in came the layers of the Jack character and where she was really at at the time, you know, and desire was still running and off I went and the whole thing closed over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or Jack reappeared, I suppose. Not everything closed over. So, so your mom brought you back. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So there's something there. There's something there that it, it, it closed over the opening for you. Mm-hmm. Your experience of it. But the Kundalini awakening, that's still valid. That's still there. That's there. You can't put that back in the box once it's out. So it's fine. It did its thing. But then the work, the next layer of the work showed up. Okay. You know? So is that something I need to... Yeah, what's going on with your mother? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that I need to work on? or Sure. Have a look to... at what's going on with your mother so that it's mm-hmm. closed and, and okay. you get closure on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Whatever power she has over you, let it be done. Okay. Thank you. And your homework is to relax. To relax. <laughs> yeah, so even with that, what we were just talking about, don't go out and do it. Just yeah. reflect that we had this conversation. Exactly. And then, and then just... Soft, mm-hmm. slow. Okay. Change your speed inside. Okay. Change your speed inside. Okay. You'll find the speed that's right for you. You're looking for it. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Do you want to come back? Maybe. The issue I have, it keeps going deep. Maybe I should save it up until a more deeper version of the question comes up. Okay. Tomorrow. Okay. That, yeah, to let it cook. Because mine's almost a little, it's almost a little too literal. And there's a lot of things coming up. So Aha. Uh-huh. Yours cooking. Yeah, no worries. And then Tom. Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, so I um, met with you four years ago in Berkeley and North Carolina. And at that time, I can't remember the context, and I'm sure you don't either, but was you said something very different than you're saying today. You said to me, anyway... Um, this isn't just about resting in a vacation. This is work. <laughs> so I wanted to check out my life now, which seems a lot about resting and um, spaciousness and uh, gratitude. And, and I, I, at that time, I was thinking, I was asking you about whether I should move. I lived somewhere very quiet, and I asked about going back to the Bay Area, which I ended up doing for a year, yeah. and, and I, I couldn't deal with it. Aha! Good, you got it finished though. Yes. Excellent, well done. Yeah. Well done. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You need to go back in and just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I really let it go. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So now I'm back where I was before, living somewhere very beautiful and very quiet and very um, nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Really. Yeah. Not around a lot of conscious people, not a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, So... Sometimes I feel like, as I'm listening to all this, and I'm not the kind who's, who's had these high-blown spiritual experiences yeah. and stuff, so sometimes I think I'm just a um, person who's done a lot of work on my issues uh-huh. so that I'm not tortured and depressed yes. and fear-ridden like I was. Yes. And, and other, other times I think, oh, no, that's just my... Limiting language. I'm doing fine spiritually, too. I can't tell the difference. Okay. If I'm just an experiencer who's experiencing peace. Yes. Yes. 
and totally identified as this experiencer, uh -huh. or whether I've been opening and opening. I can't tell. I wake up feeling very expansive and open. Uh -huh. I go for hikes all the time. I walk a lot. I, uh -huh. I, I live in a retirement place with a lot of pretty wounded, unconscious kind of people. I uh -huh. try to help out. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it's a yeah. very workable life. Yes. So I'm wondering if you think there's anything more of that. This yes. is not a vacation. There's work to be done. Yes. I remember. Uh, can I just deviate? <laughs> <laughs> So, so there was a satsang weekend one, once in Berkeley, and I swore never again. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Uh, no, it was the group. It was the whole package. Yeah, it, it just um, it was. It, it's like the feeling was that the community, and I have to generalize because you know, of course, there's always exceptions. But the sense was was that you know, entertain us. We've heard all this jargon before, but you're the newest one in town, so just entertain us and just tell us these concepts and, and talk to my mate during coffee, or maybe now actually while satsang is going on, I'll just talk to this one. And, and nobody was doing the work. And everybody was full of the concepts, but nobody was actually interested in, in going in. I didn't see any honesty, I didn't see any integrity, I didn't see any authentic, authentic uh, opening. Or exposure, and it was just like, oh, get me out of here because never went back. So, so yeah, so I was, I was kind of like trying to wield a sword there, and I was like, Jack, just get out, you're in the wrong community, get out. <laughs> so, that just to tell you, there's my yarn about Berkeley. Um, okay, have you seen that? that has, the, has your perception of the world, whether it's hiking or, or you know, reading a book, have you seen that, that this, this isn't real or changes? Has your perception kind of had any wobbles in it of where you're kind of questioning, huh, is what I'm seeing really real or is it just what my brain is interpreting? Mm -hmm. um, I think when I'm out in the world... It doesn't, but when I wake up in the morning and I'm just still, it does shake or, or question ah, or... Yeah. There's just this falling back into this piece that has nothing to do with the world. Yes. But when I'm out in the world, I don't, I don't know if my perception... I don't, I don't know what people experience when they say their perception. They, they know that it's not real when they look. I don't know yes. exactly what people mean. I probably haven't. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm after. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's really good is that there's a difference when you're sitting quietly. Mm -hmm. You're sitting in the morning. Mm -hmm. Is that is the kind of stillness within totally separate from the world? Or is that kind of in the world? Is the stillness that you feel inside in the world? How do you mean in the world? So, so let's say it's in the morning and you're sitting and it's quiet. So when you access that peace and stillness inside, is it completely a phenomenal experience or is it much, is it like when you go in, there's almost a trap door into another zone altogether that's, yeah. kind of, that's not really here in the world? Yeah, there's both, I think. Ah, I'd love to see an expansion of, of, of the, your capacity to perceive 
what really isn't in the world, not being touched by the world. That's the perception. It's more through the trapdoor. Yeah, it's kind of through the trapdoor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have suggestions how to do that? Or how to have that be done? <laughs> I would pray. Do you pray? Mm, not formally, but sort of. <laughs> yeah. There's loads of versions of prayer. But I think if you invoked that, something might happen. I remember you also talked to me back then about not doing so much of a Ramana worship. Ah, uh, yeah. Ramana stuff. But I have this big picture of Ramana, and that's probably where the prayer would go. Okay. 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 But it doesn't have to. I mean, it could just go... Yeah, in. yeah, it's it's really to what you really are. You're really praying to what you really are. If you need to route it through a deity or Ramana or something, that's fine. But you're only routing it through mm-hmm. to mirror back mm-hmm. into what you really are. Mm-hmm. But for you, it seems like prayer would actually open something. Mm-hmm. Kind of prayer, surrender, letting it have its way with you. Asking it to like... Please show me. Show me how the perception through the trapdoor is more authentic. Show me how to have that all the time so that when I'm out walking in the woods, that, that perception, I'm looking from there, not just my physical eyes, but my perception is coming from that place that's actually not even here. When, I, it, when I'm walking and I feel um, peace, an expansion. Is that different than what you're talking about? You're talking about the actual perception. Yeah, I'm talking about the actual perception. Well, here's the question to make sure. When you're walking and you're outside and you're feeling peace, is that a phenomenal experience of peace that is triggered by the environment? Or is it something that's triggered by the environment but is through the trapdoor? And the physical body is feeling the peace, but you know the source of it is actually way deeper. At least some of that, some of the latter. I'm not positive. But okay, that's there's more like going. there's more like um, going outside from this peace and just kind of having a place to expand into, which are the mountains. Yes. So I, I don't think it comes from the mountains, but I don't think it's quite yes. not free of perception either. Yes. Okay. Something. Okay. And it, could it be like this? That that perception, the deeper through the trapdoor, deeper perception where you look from there, is happening. But unless you get some trigger from the outside world to line you up with it, you don't hear it. <clears throat> is there a bit of that happening? I don't know about aligning me, aligning me so I don't, or I don't hear it, but I, something about needing the aligning. Yes, needing the aligning. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know quite what for, so I don't go into doubt. Yeah. Or I don't get, when I was listening to a lot of what you were saying to people about what pulls them off, I kept thinking stress, 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 yes. stress is what does it. Yes. So, yes. There's something about the waking up in the morning with no stress. Yes. The being out in the, mountains with no stress and then in between there's 
yes. people and sometimes and yes. whatever. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. But. Yes. So there's varying degrees then of what misaligns you. All right. So there's just so mm. there's so much gratitude. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. a lot of what the hiking is about. Just yeah. just a place to just give the gratitude. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the way I see it. It's like, so your perception is rising up here, and then when there, when there's no stress, you're lined up with it, and there's kind of some connection to what's deeper. And then if the outside world distracts you too much, it's like, whoops, mm-hmm. you're gone off, and and the outside world has taken your attention, and so you've disconnected from the deeper awareness. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to nature and something gets kind of resourced from there. And you're in your zone of gratitude or calm or watching the birds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the stress leaves and you line up again and, f- mm-hmm. and you reconnect again. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is, is to resource yourself. To resource and cultivate this perception that comes from deep inside, through the trapdoor, as we say to cultivate that so that that awareness is with you more often because mm-hmm. that awareness needs to be with you 24-7. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you keep using the word perception. Yeah. Um, can you say more about why you use that word? Yeah, um, because awakening is ultimately a shift in perception, that you're just looking from a different place. It's like where you're looking from That's what determines your perception. So if your perception is from the body, mind, and the character, right? So so that's actually, that's the narrow view, and it's just coming from what I see here and now, and that's all that's real, because I'm just looking from the physical form, the identified personality, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm perceiving from the observer position, there's no judgment. I'm like a camera. I'm just seeing what's happening, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm perceiving from there. Now, prior to that, Next step is the non-dual, which is the interconnectivity, the universal layer, where everything is connected. There isn't two, there's one, and it's all one. And there's various versions of that. Some get to see literally that, gosh, I'm the tree, I'm the walls. Some people get to see that, and other people just see, well, separation is gone, but uh, uh, there's, there's no me either, right? Mm-hmm. So we have two versions of that. And that's, that's where non-duality often gets stuck, because the two layers aren't defined. It's like one has me being the absolute, me being all of it. I am that. And the other one is there is no I anywhere. There is no identity anywhere. So that's the non-dual layer of perception, which is in one of two versions. Okay? So we're, tr- we're ultimately going to see where are you looking from. So when you're stressed, you're, you're looking from the body-mind character and that's all. But when you're sitting in the morning, you're looking from, from someplace deeper. Mm-hmm. There's a, of there's not identifying as this body mind. Exactly, yeah. of not identifying as the body-mind at all. Yeah. And what we're going for is that, that stillness, that access that's outside of the phenomenal world. That access is present in your awareness no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. I had this interesting thing just happened when you went through that of um, a kind of mother, I think it's a mother story of 
let's get this over with. It's kind of like, I have to engage and let's get it over with. Oh. You know? Like, yeah. I can't stay there. Gosh. I, something bad will happen. Or yes. Something's not safe. Wow. So I, I just, I didn't know that. Wow. Like, that's, what, that's what it was. It's like, okay, let's get this over with. Let's go food shopping or deal with the people in my building or go where I go and do what I do so that I can finally come back again because I can't do it out there. It's not, quote-unquote, allowed or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well done for seeing that. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. These are the beliefs that stop that, us, That huh? phrase, let's get it over with. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Whereas I'd love to see the flip of it, that you get the practical stuff done, you know? Mm-hmm. And you go in so that you can come out to the world from the inside place. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. The important one is, is when your perception is coming from deeper inside. Mm-hmm. That's the important one. Mm-hmm. So it's not, a, it's not a getting over, let's get over with it, the world. It's more bringing that into the yes. so-called world. That's right. Yeah. And th- it's just a belief it, that you've spotted yourself there. It's just an old belief that, that has stopped words you from like, going in. Words like arrogant, mm. you know, how mm. dare you, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, they're pretty potent. They'll stop you from going within. Yeah. Or, or, or if they don't stop me, I have to shut it down to go out in the world. Wow. That's, that's more what it is. Oh. Or else I'll be arrogant and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you're unpacking the things that have kept the old status quo in place. His list. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well done. So it's like going out without this fear of um, I'm doing something wrong unless I join their world. I have to, I'm supposed to join their world. That's what I'm good at. I used to be good at it. in the last few years, I've really withdrawn. Yeah, from, I bet. So. I bet. Oh, yeah, you were totally being pulled to then, yeah. 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 Okay. Here's the work, huh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> Just see through all those beliefs that have stopped you, all the ones that have kept it all in place all this time. Mm-hmm. They worked until now, but mm-hmm. life has kind of said, okay, okay, now, now, they can fall away. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting time. Mm -hmm. I, by the way, have very little money for those people who are talking about money, and I feel it's fine. Yeah. I have such a privileged life. It's just, everything works, which is kind of amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. Thank you. Sure, sure. Welcome, Tom. Just a quick story. The, we saw another teacher in Berkeley <laughs> a few years ago. It just it, it was okay, but the Berkeley group. I have never gotten angrier during satsang at this whiniest group of adults that I've ever come across in my life. And in fact, then when and I almost yelled at some guy to just shut up, you know. But, and then you, when you were there that time, I said, hey, Bark, let's go see Jack. She's in Berkeley. And I thought, forget it. I just don't want to go and deal with that group of people. But anyway, that's all. <laughs> 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 
No, that I have a, another friend who went to that satsang. It's Dave. And I said, Dave, what was it like? And he says, that was the whiniest group of people I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, as we've spoken before, I had some some drama in my life with work and that sort of thing the past year. That's really, as far as external circumstances, it's all ironed out. Yeah. Okay, good. Nevertheless, still things arise. And it's... We were talking about seeing here, and seeing happen. It's like seeing is perpetual. It's it, everything that happens is seen, and it's it's that makes sense, you know. It's yes. The and most of the day, it's if you're talking about it, it might come in a personal eye or from a, a bigger place. It, it's more of a back and forth. I'm sure because I can say something, and, say, and then the personal eye will come in and think. Where'd that come from? Or I'll do something, and oh, that was clever. But it's, yes. it's happening spontaneously. But um, had some things just a couple of nights ago, and it was I was I sort of sort of dis I was ignored and at work, and I didn't get some uh, credit for some work I thought I, I deserved. And I'd really sort of been just pushed to the side. So it's a visceral thing with me. I can feel it, you know, I to close my feel it right here, just arising. And and I can go into the whole story about that and I've you know, over the past year I've recognized, okay, this is what this is. I let it go. You know, I, and it will come up, sit back, watch it. it, it, it it's almost like it's and this is and I said, Oh, this is ego. Because this, it just keeps coming back, repeating the same story, the same, the same whatever. But it's energy. It's more. It's more of an energy than a story. This, is that? Is this resonating here or making sense? You're because, doing fine, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, my only response to it is to let it roll. It just step back as well as I can do and let it go. It, it, it will eventually dissipate. As I sit and I'll just meditate with it. And and yet the feeling is horrible. I can't, you know, it's, ah. you know, it's just a wretched feeling. But it does dissipate, and it's it's an energy. That's all I can say. And since so really, I'm coming. To think, God, so ego is not so much a concept as an energy. It seems like to me. Yeah. And is I cannot anticipate that things aren't going to happen again, you know, I think maybe an unrealistic expectation. It's just going to continue to arise. Um, so I guess my only question really is, then I just drop back and keep doing what I've been doing? Or is there another trap door like you were talking about? <laughs> okay, or, so, so when that energy arises, there's a thought that gives rise to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've been ignored or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So why do you need to get the attention, the endorsement? What's wrong with being invisible? That hit me too. And that was, uh, that's childhood stuff. And I, 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 mean, I had a sister who was mentally handicapped, a younger sister. And it was like all the attention went to her. Okay. You know, so and, and that's like oh yeah yeah I saw it as soon as I went yeah and I was talking to Barbara I don't want to be ignored yeah oh 
Okay, yeah. got it. It took like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that okay, it's an it's an old thing there, but what more? And, and you know, deal with this as a personality issue. Yeah. Or I can say, hey, this is this is non-existent also, and just sit back and watch it. Okay, but uh, uh, that, that's a cop out. No, okay. Yeah, I'm that cool feels with that. like yeah. a cop out. Yeah, that okay. feels like hmm, that's bypassing. That's bypassing. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's bypassing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so the personality. See, it's it's tricky enough, you know. Like, so there's a factor in the personality of like, okay, I don't want, I don't like being ignored, and when I'm ignored. There's a response. I can see it. I can let it go. It's fine. When do you when do you go in and clear it and break it up? And when do you kind of say, "Look, that's part of the personality. It's fine. I've accepted it. It's not an issue." That's tricky terrain. It's tricky. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. You got to clear it until. If it has an emotional charge, you have to clear it. That's, that's, that's where that package is. If there's an emotional response to something, you've got to clear it. When it gets a bit more subtle, clear it, clear it, clear it, until even after you've cleared it, the bloody thing is still there. And you know, oh, I, I can't move this at all, actually. It's, I, I chewed it to death and the frigging thing is still there. That's, okay, that's when it's, that's when it's, part of the personality that you can't move it. That's the learning ground. After that, you, you know, you, you, you get the taste of what needs to be shifted and what doesn't. It's complete self-learning. It's about learning about what part of, of the energy is kind of being manipulated by the ego and part, part of the energy is just a benign part of my personality. It's a learning ground. We have to do that ourselves. It's some kind of deepening of our own wisdom of how we tick as, as a personality. What, what part is just the personal expression from consciousness and what part of it is sticky being used by the ego? No foolproof way. So you've got to keep clearing it until you absolutely, you discover the line. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It pays to be more thorough. It really does. Yeah. Because the ego will always use bypassing in every shape or form yeah. to, to keep itself in place. If it's got an emotional charge, oh, they've got to go. They've got to go. Ones that have an emotional charge. Okay. I'm not sure how that would be done, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a variety of ways. Um, uh, do you know what's good? Um, is that Four Steps by uh, uh, Byron Katie? I know the name. I don't know anything about it. Okay, yeah. YouTube her. There's, there's, she's got a methodology of four steps where you write down a statement that I don't want to be ignored. And you, you end up through the four steps flipping it over. And you kind of say, well, where did it come from? Who, who said this anyway? And is it true? Is it really true? So it gets you to check and you actually see, oh my God, you get enough distance through the methodology. You can do it in 10 minutes. And you can apply the same methodology to every belief. And the belief is, I don't want to be ignored. I have a desire to be recognized, to be seen. So it's like, all right, all right. So you put it through the system and it gets, gives you great distance from it. And you're kind of like, oh, I can see the whole picture of it now. And it loses its potency. It's a good methodology. And the other one is, is just loving the little guy, you know, loving the little guy who didn't get enough attention. 
you know, just going in there and hanging out with them. I've done a lot of this work before. So okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing new. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emotional charge? That's, that's yeah, you, yeah, you got you to gotta go for it. Because that, okay. that's an ego circuit. Yeah, yeah, Thought yeah. leading to emotional charge, that's an ego circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's something else that's cruising around your energy field. And I don't know if you know it or not. Do you know that you have a habit of telling white lies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I have to. Yeah. You have to. No, no, no. I, I have to be aware of it. Yes, I'm yes. aware of it. Yes. Because yeah, I see it. It's seen. Do you see it? It's seen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. you've got to stop doing that. That's holding you up more than anything right now. Would the lies be to me or to other people? Or? Um, uh, things that you say, let me try and... It's, it's kind of very vague. It's, yeah, 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 okay. Um, it's things that you say to, like, smooth over. It's like, it's like a spin-off of being the peacemaker. Um, it's some kind of a role of just... Just kind of making it all okay, saying something. It's not actually true, but you're just saying something because it's just going to make things flow a little bit better. And you're telling little white lies. And it's costing you. First, in what way of costing me? Um, the compromise that you're doing to yourself is much greater than the positive result that you're getting from, you know, intervening in that way. Okay. The price is too high for you. You can't do it anymore, Tom. I'm, I'm trying to see some situations. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, if it's at work, if it's home. Um, I don't know. Right now. I'm, yeah. Okay, but I, I'll take it to heart. That's yeah, I sure. Do. I can take it to heart. Yeah, tiny, hard. tiny little... Tiny little lies to just mm. tiny little things. But it's speckled all around you. Barb, does this make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah? Okay, you've got a, a yeah, good missus there who's going to help you. I know. <laughs> all right, that's fine. If there's somebody yeah. who can mirror it for you. Yeah. It's, it's like a peacemaker thing, but it's, it's really not working for you. And you feel that it's harmless. Well, I actually, I, I just think of a situation working with surgeons all day. You know, there's powerful egos here. Yeah. And some guy was going, it was politics. Yeah. And I, I challenged him. Yeah. Gently. Yeah. And I thought, ooh. I was kind of taken aback by my own. Normally, I, was, I would have just sort of ignored it or gone on, it, it, just let it go. Yeah. But I challenged it, and he sort of backed down. But... I was surprised by that response because normally I would have done whatever I could to make it comfortable. Yes. In the room. Yes. So that would you could put that in that little Ah. Uh, but that's just one episode that happened yesterday. Right. So maybe that's why I've seen it because you're you've started to break something. Is is that the linkage between that story and what I'm saying? No, I that's just one thing I'm trying to think of white lies. All right. That's all. All right, okay. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I appreciate your seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. 
And it's that's all I can do is be aware of. Absolutely. Can, yeah. And get Barb and I'll to talk to Barb about exactly. It get more. Barb to give you some examples so you can find sure. it. Yeah, but I can see it. I can. I, it's jumping yeah, yeah. out at me. Yeah. Okay. Like falsehoods. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah falsehoods yeah. more than lies, like. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's stinging. Ah, <laughs> we're on to something. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Great, sure. Great. It's only the ego that gets stung. Dean? Yeah. Is everybody all right? Because this is the last one. We're five to five. Yeah? You're looking all right. Yeah. Tito, you all right? I'm fine. Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Good. What you said to Tom applies to me a hundred percent I think emotional reactions are white mean, lies I mean I about lies ah. I, I tell a lot of white lies ah, okay. and I use that as a tool and in a way I, I like using it because um, it pacifies things yes um, removes the inflammatory response in a, in a difficult situation yes but I, I see this as something quite benign. Okay. Um, because the intention is not necessarily always to protect the small self, but just to calm down the issues. Is that something not right? Is, that, is the movement coming from consciousness or is the movement coming from... A personality, personality who wants to be a peacemaker and uh, trying to control a situation or direct it to a particular outcome? or I've never asked this question to myself. Um, suffice it to say that I'm, I'm aware of it. Um, I think it, it could be both, depending on the circumstances. Hmm. I think sometimes I'm using it to protect myself, mm-hmm. and sometimes just for the overall. But it's the way you spoke to him, and it's just, wow. But that's me too. Yeah. And um, and it's not about always telling the truth. It's not replacing a bad habit with a good habit. It's not about that. You know, it's because it's not about telling the truth. I'm not interested in kind of telling the truth all the time either, because mm-hmm. you're not going to tell a kid. You know, there's an appropriateness. You know, right, right. Okay, <clears throat> but but when it's motivated by somebody by 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 a desire to control something, to divert something, when it's motivated by by you know, getting your hands in there to manipulate a situation rather than allowing the flow to be as it is. When it's motivated by that, it's stinky. Yeah. I'll give you an example. It's just, let's say if I'm with my kids, my boys, and if they say something which is inflammatory 
towards Celine, I will throw in a white lie to pacify the situation. Um, I mean, she's not there. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm with them, because um, I, I find in a way that's an easy way out. Otherwise, it opens a huge discussion for 600 hours, which is total waste of energy on both sides. Okay. So that's a technique which I use. Um, whether I'm completely using that to protect myself, I really don't know. But it has worked. Yes. And I, honestly, I'm not trying to justify that what I'm doing yeah. is right. But I, yeah. I feel that, you know, in the bigger picture, I don't want to say anything which would hurt them unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, I do not want to, you know, yeah. aggravate the situation on the other side. Sure, sure. Do you have any... That seems wise. That seems wise. Because you, you know it's going to go nowhere, actually. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. If anything, yeah. it's going to make it worse. Yes, yes. But I will certainly be more aware that I'm really not using that for self-protection. That's it. That's the stinky one. Yeah. Yeah. They feel very different, you know? Yeah. When you're making a wise, a wise intervention to stop some toxicity exploding. Exactly. And in, in another situation where you're... Your ego is trying to be yeah. approved of or you want to be the good guy or something very subtle. It's very subtle stuff. It's very subtle stuff. Yeah. You know? And somewhere you're just, just adding, you're embellishing your role a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is the stinky one. You know, because it's going to get a bit of approval or a bit of notice or just manip- just turn things just this way a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. That's very helpful. Um, I have another question about lack, but I think it's good that from what I've heard today, I would like to think and digest and and see if it comes up tomorrow. Yes, yes. Thank yes. you. Sure. Sure. Okay, folks. Well done. <laughs>